You're listening to Confidence Looks Good on You Girl. My name is Crystal Morgan, and as a certified self-confidence coach, I help women make confident their new normal. If insecurity, doubt, and uncertainty seem to be your only friends lately, then this podcast is for you. Learn how to make confidence your new best friend. Let's do it. Hello, hello, my beautiful ladies. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing amazing. Spring is almost here, unless you're in a middle of the country state, and then maybe winter is still holding on a little bit more. But um, I am so excited for warm weather because I don't like the cold. It's part of the reason that I moved to the West Coast. So some of you guys are like, boo, why are you even complaining? But then I would say, hey, that is what the beautiful West Coast is for, especially uh, Southern California. So Um, I just love the sun, and when you get a chance to have your toes out, which means pedicure season, right? So anyway, I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. And before we start today's podcast, I have a couple of things that I just want to make sure that I let you know about, all right? So before we dive into today's topic, number one, there is just a couple of weeks left for the four sessions for $100 deal. For those of you guys that are dragging your feet, you want to get on it. Believe it or not, we are in the second week of March with me, so we only have a couple of weeks left. If you would love to work on your self-confidence, if you're tired of all the insecurity, then this is a great time to work on it with me at a discounted rate. So be sure to send an email to info at crystalmorgancoaching.com and just let me know that you want to take advantage of the deal this month for March, and then we'll get started. We'll get your sessions booked. So no more dragging your feet. Get on it. <laughs> All right. Number two, I want to introduce you to a challenge that I'm going to be doing, which I'm really excited about. It's called the Take Your Power Back Challenge. After last week's episode and the topic of not really caring what other people think, I've decided to do a 40 challenge surrounding this topic. So mark your calendars. If you're driving and you can't write this down, don't worry. I'm going to put some things in the show notes, but just to let you know, April 11th through the 14th is going to be dedicated to this topic. During the challenge, which is for four days, you're going to receive two training videos along with mini worksheets to help you really develop some of the insights you'll need to help grow and take your power back and be less dependent on what other people think, right? Um, And then you're also going to have coaching sessions one-on-one with me. So that's four days where you're getting training and you're also getting personalized attention from me. So we start on April 11th and on April 11th, you'll get a video. The next day, April 10th, you'll have your coaching session. And then day three, April 13th, you'll get your next video. And then April 14th, you'll have um, another coaching session. So, and if you're thinking, oh no, what if I can't make coaching sessions specifically on those days? That's okay. Um, We'll find another day or other two days in the week that work for you. So don't panic. You can schedule sessions anywhere in that week. Um, But the videos will always come out on the first um, and the third day, just so that you know. And I am going to be doing this challenge and it's available to you for $7. That's right. I'm doing this four-day training. 
which has two videos, two coaching sessions with me, and I'm doing it for $7 because I want as many of you as possible to have access to it. So if you want to be a part of the challenge, visit uh, www.crystalmorgancoaching.com backslash take your power back. You'll find further details there when you go on the site. And that's also where you can sign up to be a part of the challenge that week. And don't worry, again, if you're (laughs) doing your run or whatever it is you're doing, I'll be putting that link in the show notes for your convenience. So um, don't worry about trying to memorize that. But if you are so over caring what other people think, this challenge is meant to really help you go on the journey of untangling a lot of that. So don't wait until the last minute because there is limited space on this. And once spots are gone, they're gone. So I wouldn't wait until the week, like the day before or something like that, or the week before to do it. I would go ahead and sign up now this week. So your spot is there. You'll go on there. You'll select sign up um, and you'll pay the $7 and then you'll get an email within 24 hours so that you can go through the next step, which is scheduling your sessions and then videos will go out the week of. So once again, you'll want to visit crystalmorgancoaching.com slash take your power back. Link will be in the show notes and sign up for the challenge that's going to run April 11th through April 14th. Okay. I think that's all the wonderful upcoming things that I want to tell you about. And I'm super excited to see you there. Now, on to today's topic. (laughs) All right. So what I want to talk to you today about is self-criticism. All of us have an inner critic, a voice that tells us that we're doing it all wrong, that we're effing it all up, and that we just aren't good enough. And it's that voice, that inner critic, where most of the work is for my clients, When you want to go and take a risk, when you want to venture into the unknown, it's not the actual adventure that typically has you concerned, right? It's what that inner critic is going to say about you that you're really worried about. I think I'm, you know, finally going to go for that promotion, you say to yourself. But then you hear this voice right after that says, but what if I don't get it? If I don't get it, then it'll mean I'm not good enough. Or I think I'm finally going to make that move across the country. But I don't know anybody over there. And people generally just don't like me. So I'd probably move and then be all alone. And I don't want to do that in a place that I don't know. Because I don't know how to make friends. Right? We, I'm sure you can find something else in there that would, you know, if those specific things don't resonate. But we've all had that kind of voice lurking in the back of our mind. And our brain just offers us these thoughts. Some are friendly and harmless, but then there are others that are obviously judgmental and critical. And have you ever wondered where the judgmental and critical ones come from? I mean, why is it that when you want to go and wear something a little sexier that shows off a little bit of skin, your first thought is, oh, you're too fat to wear that. It's not going to work. Or when you finally find an amazing man to date, you think, this guy shouldn't be with me. I'm not good enough for him. Why is it that you just can't think that you're already amazing and that you deserve great things? Why can't you just believe that you look beautiful no matter what the scale is reading to you, right? 
And the answer to that is that we all have that inner critic, that inner voice that's telling you that there's something wrong. It thinks it's protecting us from danger most of the time, but it's not. And where that comes from, most of the time in the past, at some point in time, could have been recent, could have been way back into our childhood, we've had something happen in our lives that emotionally hurt us. And then over time, that emotional hurt was reinforced over and over again, giving our inner critics so much power that it somehow seems to have become an overpowering voice, one that you think is just telling you the truth, spewing out facts that you're not good enough, that you're ugly, or that you don't have anything valuable to contribute to the world. And sometimes it can start with something so innocent, an event that seemed harmless, but over time, like a snowball running downhill and ends up running and becoming huge. And before you know it, it's something that you see coming across and bulldozing through all areas of your life. For example, maybe the first time you put on a pretty dress when you were younger, your mother gave you a look of disappointment. And then you immediately changed your clothes because you interpreted her look to mean that she was dissatisfied with your appearance. And now when you put on a dress, you subconsciously look at it with your mother's eye. You think about what she would have to say about a dress that you're putting on or trying on in the dressing room this week. It's her filter that you see yourself through and it's her that deep down you're hoping to at some point in time still please would my mother love this dress you still try and look at yourself in the mirror and what you wear based on what you think your mother's opinion would be and she's not even there maybe she doesn't even live in this state and she doesn't go shopping with you but somehow when you're in that dressing room all you hear is her voice or all you feel is that same condemnation that you felt maybe years ago and for some of us it could have been weeks ago and you imagine if that's something that happened to you when you were maybe six years old and then you saw yourself through your mom's eyes over and over again, right? And the same thing happened again at seven and now you're nine and then you hit 16 and then 22. Think of how many times that little voice of you don't look great in that dress or I'm disappointed with the way that you look came across you, came upon you like as you were really just going about your life. Something that replays in your mind. And that repeated pattern can incidentally morph into shame about how you look as a woman. You learn all of a sudden that it matters what shape you are. And then culture may even go behind that and reinforce it again. And ultimately, before you know it, you have this voice, a shaming voice that just pretty much now just starts to sound like your own voice, even if it didn't originally come from you. Now, I want to let you know that we all have these stories. Maybe not that specific one, but we have a story like that. Even the most caring and loving parents screw things up every once in a while and don't mean to have moments like this that get created, but they do happen. So I tell you this because I don't want you to judge yourself for having a moment like this because life is messy and messy things happen when messy humans are around. And I also don't want you to belittle your experience or deny it either. Oh, it wasn't that bad. I had the perfect family and the things that they did didn't really affect me. It's not really helpful either. It's called denial. We all have places in our life where someone said or didn't say or did something or didn't do something that impact us and emotionally hurt us. 
Remember that we are all here actively experiencing the human condition and discovering areas of our heart that still hurt, even if it was years ago. Okay, so what do you do when you have that inner critic and you can admit there are some things that happened to me in the past. There's some emotional hurts that happened a week ago. And I still find myself berating myself where it feels like the world is berating me for it. When you have an inner voice that reminds you of all the things that you feel aren't acceptable, what do you do? And I'm going to tell you the simple thing that will change everything for you. Are you ready? You fight back. You talk back to that voice. This is simple, but it's powerful. And it's one of the things that people do not do. And it's why they have so much of a hard time finding their confident voice. You're allowed to talk back to those rantings of, I'm not good enough. You're allowed to talk back to those rantings of, real women have a more curvy body. Or skinny women ask, um, or, or, or get more asked out more if, be, if they lose weight, right? Just because it feels comfortable, this inner critical voice talking to you, and just because you've gotten used to it, doesn't mean that it's helpful and that you should continue allowing it to talk to you the way that it does. The interesting thing about the inner critic is that If we saw someone being talked to the way that we talk to ourselves, we'd be completely enraged. We'd be ready to fight for protection for that poor person who's getting verbally assaulted. I mean, really take a moment and think about the inner inner critic that you have and what she says to you. Would you let someone talk to your child that way? And if you don't have kids, someone that you maybe care about that's close to you in your life? Can you imagine your inner critic being let out for a moment and saying, you're not good enough? to your little niece or your nephew or whoever you're thinking of, you probably wouldn't let it stand, would you? I'd imagine that you'd be ready to cuss someone out or maybe even punch them in the mouth, right? Well, now that's your job to fight back against the inner critic, to punch her back in the mouth, right? Now, one thing you might be thinking is, but the inner critic is me though, Crystal. How can I do that? I don't want to punch myself in the mouth, right? Well, here's what I will say. I like to have my clients first separate the inner critic for themselves. Imagine that you are one person and then you see your inner critic as the men in the mirror or woman in the mirror. Or maybe you can see it as the devil on one shoulder, kind of like that little analogy, whatever visually helps you. But it's important that you see the critical side of you as a separate entity, not an indication of who you are as a person, not as a part of your identity, but rather an accuser that's there to say something back to you accusingly. So I always like to remind people, what you're thinking about is not an indication of who you are. It is just what you're thinking about. It's just thoughts that come across. So you can separate that accusing tone, that accusing voice as a separate person to help you visually see that this is a separate entity that needs to be engaged with. All right. 
So that every time you see that inner critic, now that you see it as a separate person, the accuser in your life, your job is to talk back with words of power. Statements that start with, I reject this, or I will not X, Y, Z, or I will stop, et cetera, et cetera. I reject this statement that I am not good enough and will decide that I am. I will not continue to overanalyze the presentation I just gave at work and deem the work I did as something amazing because it was my best work to date. Hey, accuser, I will stop criticizing myself for that mistake that I made. What would you say to that person that was criticizing that loved one in that in that analogy that I gave earlier? You'd go, hey, you don't get to talk to me like that right now. Well, you get to start telling your inner critic. The inner critic wants you to think that you don't have a say, that you don't have feelings that matter. But guess what? They do. You are not powerless. You are actually powerful. And you get to be involved in the conversation. And the minute that you get involved in the conversation against the inner critic is the moment that you begin to start taking your own power back. So start talking back. Start saying something back. Stand up for yourself. All right? That's your assignment this week. Start standing up for yourself. And if you want more phrases and ideas of what you can say back to that inner critic that you have, then you can visit my website and I will email you a PDF list of statements that you can say back to your inner critic. So you'll just visit crystalmorgancoaching.com slash inner critic. So you can have a downloadable version sent right into your email box. So once again, If you want more statements that you can have right at your fingertips that you want to use to talk back to the inner critic, it's completely free for you. Just go ahead and visit crystalmorgancoaching.com slash inner critic. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Don't worry. A lot of links this week. (laughs) And get a downloadable PDF version that you can um, have right in your email box. Carry it with you on your phone. Print it out, paste it on the fridge, do whatever it is you need to do, and start practicing standing up for yourself. All right? I love you all, and I will talk to you next week. Hey, girl. If any of this resonated with you, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share. And if you want to work with me one-on-one, then visit www.crystalmorgancoaching.com to schedule your free consultation. Once again, that's www.crystalmorgancoaching.com. Until next time.